Baruch atah Adonai, Eluheinu melech alam, Asher kedishan of mitzvah tov, Vitivano lahad v'kner, Shel Hanukkah. That's the thing. Bum bitty 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 bum ba, bum bitty 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 bum. That's the opening. That's the and that's and and there and that's the opening. Wow, wow. If I was a rich man. Wow. If it's in a minor key, then it's Jewish. So. As long as you just kind of hit the notes and you sound a little desperate, then <laughs> unleavened music. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Well, here we are on fucking site in the home of the Jude one himself, Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beer, and this is, of course, was that in good taste, and it's Hanukkah. Happy uh, Hanukkah, James. I'm Happy... glad you're able to celebrate with me. Wow. Um, I, I, hope you, I hope the lamb's blood didn't drip on you in the way in. Um, that's Passover. I'm that, just I'm kidding. Say, that's Passover. Uh, that's I'm gonna say because we didn't have the fucking the food with the stuff. That's true. The whole seder. Yeah. I mean, I have my my platter all ready to go, but it just has nothing to do with Passover, and it's the opposite time of year. However, yeah. So we haven't been back here since we recorded. A special episode the night of the primaries. Oh yeah. Which was like the beginning of us never stopping to fucking talk about politics. Jesus. Fucking. That was back way back when when we did it on the roof, right? That was before that. Oh wow. Yeah. We were in here. Wow. We're in it. We're in your fucking apartment. And why are we here? What's going on? It's fucking Hanukkah, that's how I said it. Yeah. We're waiting for Hanukkah Harry to arrive <laughs> with uh his three mules. Uh, uh, what is it? Muley, Huley, and Shlomo. Um, Muley, do the thing. Muley, <laughs> Muley, and uh, we're just we're just sitting, having ourselves a good candlelit evening. Um, I think later we're gonna be making some latkes, um, fancy Jewish hash browns. Uh, it's it's potato pancakes. Which, I don't know why they call them pancakes, because there's really not much pancake to it, as much as it is, like, just a lot of potato. I love a good latka, though. I don't know what it is. I like I like latkas. I don't put ketchup on them or nothing. Well, traditionally, the traditional reform thing to do is sour cream and scallions. I, I fucking hate the sour cream and scallions. Yeah, no, I don't fuck with that. I either. don't know. I don't like it with the sour cream. I had this idea recently. Um, now, let me know if you follow me. If we did sweet potato latkes, all right. Whoa! Okay. Blaspheme! Blaspheme! Mm. We're reformed, so it's okay. Sweet potato latkes, and then instead of a sour cream, do some sort of like, like a curry yogurt dipping sauce for them. I feel that I vibe like with that. Do a little uh, maybe a masala type type thing with it. I don't know. That's just what I'm, what I'm feeling creative about. I saw. I saw in uh, Trader Joe's, actually, there were cauliflower latkes. And I'm like, that is not kosher. <laughs> what would you call it? So you know how Trader Joe's has Trader Jose's? Yeah. And, like, what would you what would you think the, the Jewish brand and fucking Trader Joe's be called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be called <laughs> uh, Trader Joseph's. <laughs> Trader Joseph's. Like oh. the full Joe, or, or, yeah. That's what that one would be. Maybe a Trader Jesus, because, you know, eh, 
He just kind of wandered around, right? Right. <laughs> he mattered, but not that much. Exactly. So one of the reasons why we're now doing this, because I wanted to do this on site, is because... On site? On site? Ow. Fucking hurting my ears. It's fucking right. Why are you doing this? I'm, I'm going to let it fucking happen. This is, this is on site. Hanukkah um, is about self-harm. <laughs> it's because... <laughs> I don't know. You said you were a few drinks in, and I just thought, wow. It'd be really nice to just have a fucking train wreck of an episode. Let's do it. <laughs> Talk about fucking Hanukkah. Because you're fucking... I don't know if people know this, but you're a Jew. I'm one of them. You're one of the fucking tribe. Not the true tribe of Israel. Because those are... We're black. You're right. But, we stole that. <laughs> but the other two tribes. We're like, who's going to believe you? <laughs> the other white people? <laughs> right. You know, did the Holocaust even happen to white Jews? Well, six million sounds like a lot. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Man. That hurt to I say. I feel like people just need to know and understand that the Holocaust did happen. Mm-hmm. Just saying, how bad was it? I was there. <laughs> I seen it. Um. It was really two people. I don't want to make this a Holocaust episode. I want to make this a Hanukkah oh, episode. Oh, yeah. There's a, is there a big difference? I think it's all trauma and sadness. Uh, yeah, pretty much all Jewish holidays are celebrating our trauma, uh, our shared trauma. So tell me, I'm curious. I want to know about the, tell me about the Hanukkah. Tell me about the Hanukkah. Um, Hanukkah has to do with when uh, Jerusalem became under uh, siege by the Romans. That's. At least this is this is the story I know. This is the true story. I might make up other shit later. Okay. Um, Where are the Palestinians in the right with this? Uh, they hadn't showed up yet. Okay. Right? Because you know, because they were there second. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Jews were on the YouTube video first, and we said first. <laughs> the Palestinians posted the video, and then <laughs> they were there, but. We said first. So he called it. Hit me with the fucking story. All right, educate me. All right. So, tribe of Israel occupied Jerusalem. Is I guess the PC way to say it. Um, and while they were there setting up shop, making making it their home, the Romans were like, "Nah, man, don't do that. We're this is <laughs> this is us now." And they're like, "Hey." That's not cool. We're not just Roman. We're not just we're not just going to let you come in and do the thing that Romans do where they just conquer everything. And then they did um because they're Romans and uh or at least ancient Rome. You know, they did the whole like, "Hey, we're conquering here." <laughs> and, and the Jews were like, "Oy vey." And so they put up a good fight, but Hanukkah is to celebrate how Although we lost, we didn't all die. Wow, that sounds a lot like the Holocaust. It's <laughs> that sounds a lot like everything related to. I'm not even trying to be fun. That's not even. I swear, I'm not even trying to make a joke. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Nearly every Jewish holiday has to do with just remembering our shared trauma, or or foisting that trauma upon people who would otherwise be ignorant of it. How does it feel to be the secular Jew with the Holocaust? Oh, I mean, the Hanukkah. Um, Right, because neither one count if you don't go to temple. Uh, It's weird, but being in New York during Hanukkah is like this weird... Is this 
we're invigoration of of Jewish spirituality because I've never had I've never had a position where like I'm driving or taking a lift or the subway home and I see a menorah in the window. Like I don't get that reminder back where I'm from. And now I'm walking around and it's like, oh, that's a Jewish owned store. They have a menorah in the window. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I best I guess I better I did, I should do my thing. Do you, do you feel like a um, like a reconnection with the spirituality when it comes to these kind of things? I I never really ask you that. Because there has to be, like, you know, we talk, we joke about, we, not not that it's a joke, but we make jokes about the trauma and stuff like that. But, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of spirituality there really is, tied into that. And, like, do you feel that? I can't say if I totally feel the spirituality, but it's nice to share in the culture. It's nice to have a cultural identity, um. That I can try what to. What's that like? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we were able to read, so we we kept it going. Oh, oh yes, through of the, course. Ooh, that was not in good taste. That was definitely not in good taste. I'm sorry. Um, I'll get you a Hanukkah present <laughs> for it. But it's, I don't. I can't say for sure if I feel the spirituality or maybe just sharing in the culture and the shared experience is part of the spirituality, but it's mostly out of guilt. Like that, that's what it comes down to is I see the thing in the window and I feel guilty that I'm not doing it myself. And the, the family that I do have that's still alive here, they are probably celebrating it, but I'm not doing it with them. And the family that, Ooh, uh, would be here but is dead um probably would want me to celebrate it and so i'm like eh, i guess i should so your family the ones i know about that are here yeah did you want to celebrate it with them i did last year i remember that and yeah. we had our our little uh, we had brisket and lodkas and it was a good time I brought a really good wine, and then we just drank Manischewitz, and I was really disappointed, yeah. and I kind of wanted to take my wine afterwards, but I thought that would be a bad look. I think, so. yeah, I think you actually told that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was Conundrum. And, <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, that. I, I really like that wine, and I'm really bummed we didn't get to drink that wine, and instead we just drank Manischewitz through the night. So that's what the – that's what you're – well, I feel so – the Jews. <laughs> Is that what Jewish people drink? On Hanukkah, they took Manischewitz. It's, it's what we use to do prayers and toasts and stuff with. I don't know why. I don't know why we haven't stepped up our wine game <laughs> since then. Because it's sweet. It's way too saccharine. Um, it's kind of why, like, I think, I think Hanukkah isn't the funnest one to celebrate. Because <laughs> you're pretty much drinking fucking jam jar. Not even that. It's like jam jar that's been sitting on a shelf for 15 years. It's not fun. Open. <laughs> yeah, open. Yeah. Um, but like the the camaraderie, the mm-hmm. the culture, the feel. So is that why we're not drinking? Is that why we're not drinking Manischewitz today? That's exactly why we're not drinking <laughs> Manischewitz. Because it's disgusting. This is we're drinking what we drink recently actually it's a it's another feature from brooklyn 77 uh local corn and rye because i wanted to do something that's still on the sweeter side but actually 
Um, but not Manish Evans. But not Manish Evans. What do you fucking? And you for, can catch a buzz when we when we talk about these kind of subjects. It's like, oh, we're gonna talk about which you know you like you like history and stuff. So it's always fun uh-huh. to talk about things like this. And also, I like to I personally like to learn about these things. And I've experienced I have my own experiences, but this is not my story time. You know what I mean? I like to hear. I want to hear like your things. But who wants to fucking drink Manischewitz? I've had it. It's not good. It's not. <laughs> like I could have gotten another red wine too, but the other red wines that I have are either one too good for you or two not good <laughs> enough for you. So I don't. I don't want to open either of those. Wow. <laughs> so here's the story of Hanukkah. All right. Jews were under attack. There was a Jew. Another. There were Jews. There were Jews. There were picture like these Da Vinci flying machines just blitzkrieging <laughs> over. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then like <laughs> people with like wicker shields and stuff just like. <clears throat> and like the, their yarmulkes are made out of steel. And Really? No. Nah. <laughs> Do you think they were? I think, you know, I think I saw pictures before. They were wearing the, the yarmulkes under like stuff. The, you, the full like. Yeah, yeah, you still wear it because. Right. They actually like. They were pretty. They weren't like technologically advanced, but they were. They were caught up. They were. They knew what the fuck they were doing. Um, but the the story is the uh, Israelites were um, kind of the uh, the guerrilla um, militia of the of the time. They were you know setting up these these like traps and stuff and just kind of trying trying to fend off. One of my favorite stories is uh, there was an innkeeper. And she was in an occupied, or she, she was running business in an occupied area in Jerusalem. But she was a, either an Israelite sympathizer or just she was an Israelite of the time. Um, but she wanted to stay in business and the Romans were using her in. So she had like a an army or what whatever division. I think it was, uh, I just looked up a thing. Or it's like a, it's a, it starts with a C. It's like a comrade or a, comp, I don't know, some some group of Roman infantry came into her inn, and she just kept on feeding them wine and st- wine and bread the entire evening. Got them shit faced, got them sleepy. They all fell asleep. She murders them in their sleep, <laughs> and is and is known for the rest of time as just being this boss ass bitch. Who was murdering Romans and luring them to her to their death? Is just some dope shit. That's pretty awesome. Some I, dope war that's shit. That's actually one of the things I love about hearing the history of like you know a lot of Jewish people and stuff like that. It's awesome. Such these cool stories. You know, like we we crack jokes and stuff, but like you know people everybody knows. Oh no. Uh oh. Yeah, I, I'd like to hope everyone knows right. of Anne Frank. And, but Anne Frank wasn't luring people into a tavern no, but just I'm, to but, murder them. But these stories are like stories of perseverance, you know? Yeah. Even my favorite band, Say Anything, Alive with the Glory of Love, you know, Win the City, Fast and Shitty, Falls to the Axis, you know, I will not let, I, what does it say? I will not doubt you. I will not leave you to the, to the end of time, you know, because he literally, he, there's a story of his grandparents and literally the boots are like, you know, like the, the, the boots are over the attic. They're like they're hiding under the floor in the, in the cellar and they hear the boots and they're not going to fucking give up their love. Like that's the story 
and the passion of the Jewish people, which is very interesting and very endearing. The people, the Jewish people are so fucking enduring. Like you hear, I guess a lot of the rhetoric that you hear right now with uh, patriotism in America is, I would kill for the freedoms in this country. The Jewish mantra is, I would die for what I believe in. And it's the it's the willing to sacrifice. That's all. That's what most Jewish holidays are about: is the willingness to sacrifice both oneself and you know a lamb or something like. It's about giving as much as you can, and to the extent that I mean, truly in the in the Torah, it's like, hey, if you're gonna die, don't don't die it's better to not die than to follow the rules or at least accommodate the rules to what you're doing which is why i love the jews they're super flexible like i love i love how like in the city i don't know what it's called but like in manhattan there's like why and i only know this because in uh in like in the in the shoals they have like these things where like you during uh during sabbath you can't open doors mm-hmm. for yourself you you can cook the day before well for ortho like super orthodox people you cannot do any work from yes. like turning on lights or starting a fire or like anything you so they just... prepare the day before usually like you know they cook before yeah they hire you can hire somebody to do things for you a house goy but in new york they have a piece of string that's maintained and paid for by tax dollars as i've mentioned on this podcast before that is like blessed or whatever. It's our anti sea bear circle. And while you're in it, you can still do stuff. Exactly. It's kind of brilliant. Which and when you were in Manhattan during like during like the real like Sabbath, during like Passover, what you see is the MTA will just open the doors because the Jewish people they the the, the SIDS they can't pay to get on the train. So they just walk through the so that the, they just open the door for them and then they just because they can't they're not allowed they can't do anything. And I'm just like, you can't swipe a metric card. I don't think that's work. You can't use electricity. You know. Um, Which, I mean, I've said it before and I'm saying it again. <laughs> yeah. Hasids don't represent the entirety of Jewish faith. They're the Mennonites of Jews. Honestly, I don't know. I feel like we, we correct jokes and stuff, but I fucking think there's something like, so I'm, I'm going through... Like, uh, I'm going through, like, Bushwick and stuff, and I'm in these, like, heavily Jewish areas, and I see the people with communities, and I know we're concerned about COVID, but these communities are so insular that, like, I understand why they don't want to wear masks, because, like, in a way, they only are within their own communities, but they live in a place where they're also, no matter how insular it is, even if all the Jews in that one area own all these buildings, there are people who are not part of their community in that area. And have you ever seen one of them talk while eating? (laughs) <laughs> uh, that <laughs> you know what's really funny i have it's a thing it's a thing but um you know i get it and I, and there's something there's actually like some fucking like i literally watched the fucking kids running around and they're having fun and like seeing that community something about that seems very endearing and really awesome and like really raw you know but like i feel like they wouldn't like me I mean, that's I my, know they wouldn't. That's, I've been, I've gotten the, the spit. Well, I mean, that's because <laughs> they're racist. 
But that usually comes with extreme religious conservatism. But I just feel like, like even I'm so fringe on Judaism in general that, like my my uh, imposter syndrome just like fucking spikes when I'm around <laughs> Hasidics. And I'm just like I, I'm sorry that I claim to be Jewish <laughs> and and attempt to yeah. occupy this space. I mean, in a way. You kind of are because I, I'm not trying to say anything, but you're not religious. I feel like religious Jews probably have a more I'm not gonna say valid, but their opinion about the more conservative Jewish community it matters to them more. But mm. in a way, you kind of are an imposter because you're not a you're not a religious Jew. Oh. So since you're not a religious Jew, you really don't really have a strong. You can't really have a strong opinion. I, I, that's not sec- like you. You can have a secular opinion, but you can't have a Jewish opinion. You know what I mean? But like, okay. if you're a religious All Jew, right. because because they're religious Jews, they're they're very conservative religious Jews, right? So like, if you're just a religious Jew, then you could have an opinion. Like if you're a Baptist and you and you're looking at like a fucking you know Pentecostal, but like as a secular Jewish person, you know you can have a social and secular view, but not a Jewish one. Hmm. So would you say like someone who's a more practicing either Christian or Muslim would have a better view of what it means to be a religious Jew than me as someone who's a cultural Jew but is still secular for the most part? Um, maybe, but the problem is is that like you would you have more knowledge and education about the community than they would. So they might get it. I don't know it. if I do though. They might. Well, maybe, maybe. I think you probably have more mo- more knowledge. <laughs> I, I actually, have a about lot. the actual community than I do. I have a lot, but I don't. I don't. It's not my. It's not my story to tell, you know. But I do know that, like, when when you look at those kind of situations in those communities, it's very, especially when you're speaking about their beliefs. Unless you believe something close, like. Like you, one hundred percent. It doesn't matter because if you're fucking, if you're atheist, or you're fucking secular as fuck. Even secular if, as fuck. Even if you're just a fucking regular Jew who eats pork, but you're religious, like you really can't connect with them because they believe in a fake person in the sky. <laughs> so literally, there's there's not there's not even two steps. There's not two whole steps. <laughs> there's way more degrees of separation. <laughs> like like if you believe in God, there's not even a half a step between you. And a Hasidic person, but like, but they they just interpret the word differently. But like when I tell people that I am Jewish, that's the thing that comes to mind, and so I feel like I have some sort of responsibility. But I feel like if you were say that in New York, people were kind of either fucking with you because in New York, everybody's really aware that if you're in Brooklyn, if you're like in Sunset Park, then you have like Russian Jews, a lot of them in that area. You have a. That's- that's you, where my family you, you comes from. You have a lot of them, you know. When you come up uptown more or more up, you know, you have a religious and secular Jews, hmm. you know, and then you have Hasids. If you're in New York and somebody sees you and you're not a fucking Hasid, they assume that you're fucking a secular, unless you're wearing a fucking yarmulke. Honestly, my, like hair's, Shapiro. my hair's too long, though. Like, my curls do, just come out. But you don't talk like Ben Shapiro. You don't, just, <laughs> you don't talk like this. You don't have like really spicy, like, uh, you know? Uh, That's because I don't think I'm as far up the spectrum <laughs> as him. I'm, 
I'm definitely mm-hmm. on it. I don't know what a WAP is. I don't know what a WAP is. A WAP? A what ass pussy? That's weird. Um, that sounds like a gynecological issue, an incident. It sounds like something that should be looked at by a doctor. My wife is a doctor, and she's never had a WAP in her life. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Fuck. Um, it's so funny because we're talking about you know, I, and all I think about, like I said, I think about uh, "Alive in the Glory of Love" by saying anything, which I have to show you the music video one time. But also "Inglorious Bastards," which I know is part of your Hanukkah-like thing. Oh, my secular Hanukkah tradition, you know. And the main thing I love about "Inglorious Bastards" is if anybody's never seen it, the very beginning of the movie, in my opinion, parallels any great fucking serious film about the Holocaust. The first beginning scene in Inglorious Bastards completely is so grounded in what is a emotional reality about what was happening then that it's in stark contrast to the rest of the film. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the rest of it is almost fantasy, but it's not though. Like that was an action. It Granted, is. Granted, the Inglorious Bastards weren't a, a true. Like that part isn't literally factual, but there was. A U.S. Uh, militia group that went to Germany for the sole purpose of hunting Nazis. Mm-hmm. But really, that first scene where they come into the farm—that's the part that makes it real. That's the part that's so fucking raw in some ways that, like, you know, <laughs> and, and 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 like you would think, like when you see the movie in hindsight, it's like I guess it's being played for comedy, but, but it's like, not. And on that that scene alone, that one, and then the one when they're in the cafe, oh. is why I love Christoph Waltz as an actor, um, as a Nazi. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate him. He's too but, much of a. He's too good of a Nazi. He's too damn good. But like, man, that dude plays a fucking brilliant. Can you do a Christoph Waltz impersonation? Um. All right. Yes, I would like just one glass of milk, if you would, please. <laughs> so, the first scene, because people, you know, have not probably not seen this, maybe, they should have, the Quentin Tarantino film. It's Hanukkah, so they ought you know, to. And Glorious Bastards, so the first scene, it's a farmhouse. In uh, occupied France. In occupied France. And... In a rural, rural part. farmhouse. And some soldiers come in. Just checking to see if there are any Jews. But they know. Just doing our regular Jew check. Yeah. They come in, sit down, and have this, this this kind conversation. And the tense, honestly, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I think Quentin Tarantino is a genius or anything. But just how tense, the first time I saw that, how tense the scene is. Because you know. Just out on a routine checkup. <laughs> Shoshana! <laughs> He's fucking yelling in the... Di- oh, man. You know, that... And the things that are happening that – so to just frame the scene, while this – just a casual uh, uh, routine checkup by SS officers in this rural farmhouse, there are Jews in the crawl space underneath the house. As Jews, Jews are wanted to do, like rats. Oh. That's not obviously not what I'm saying, but that's what they, that's often how they would be viewed. And that's how they would be – because they were put into those kinds of situations. Eh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a topping off. That's good. You can finish it. Nice. Whiskey. Um, 
and then it ends with uh, the SS murdering nearly an entire Jewish family hiding underneath these floorboards while the uh, daughter runs off into the distance and escapes. Great fucking scene. It is. And it's why part of my secular Jewish uh, Hanukkah tradition is to watch Inglorious Bastards. I try to watch Inglorious Bastards one night and then I'll watch Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights oh. on the other one um, because that's another great Hanukkah movie. That's directly Hanukkah. That's direct. Yeah, it's speci- it's it's a holiday movie, but it's about Hanukkah. And uh, and then I'll I'll get a gram of hash oil and try to make that last a whole eight nights. <laughs> you're you're not that that's not real. Um, it's way easier said than done. <laughs> but that's that's tradition. You don't fuck with tradition. Um, this is a tradition I've been keeping up with for the past three, four years now, and I have to say it actually fulfills that that spirituality in me. Like it reminds me, like, hey, we suffered. Um, we continue to suffer due to our experience trauma, but we need to make the growth to overcome that emotionally. Um, financially, I feel like we've done a decent job. And do you really feel like you really connect with A Crazy Nights? Adam Sandler being a funny Jew and all. Do you grab your yarmulke and have so much fanica? And drink my gin and tonic. And drink your gin and tonic. That's the part I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> and smoke my marijuana. <laughs> if I really, really want to. <laughs> oh, fuck. My cousin sent me a, a video of David Diggs with his Hanukkah song that came out. I don't know if it was this year or earlier, but it was I Want a Puppy for Hanukkah. <laughs> and that is a straight banger. Surprisingly, Disney Radio, David Diggs, this collab fucking killed it. It's just, he, he tells it straight up. It's like the first three nights, you get socks, sweaters, coloring pencils, and you're like, oh, I just is, I just is, want a puppy for Hanukkah. Diggs is a Jew? Bruh. Look is, at that hair. Is he a black Jew? It, him and Lenny Kravitz and Whoopi Goldberg, Sammy Davis Jr. Whoopi Goldberg? Dude, I did not know that. Okay. What's her last name? Oh, shit. What's her last name? Wait a minute. There's no fucking way. This fucking. You're fucking with me. Are you... Her name is Whoopi you're fu- Goldberg. You're fucking with me. No fucking way. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Wow. I can see that now. Okay. I mean, the fact that Lenny Kravitz is half Jewish kind of just heightens Zoe uh, Kravitz is a my attraction to, to Zoe Kravitz. I'm like, oh, yeah, man. She's a little Jewish. <laughs> Fuck, me too. <laughs> Actually, this is a random comment, but like uh, Hasidic women are gorgeous. I, I don't be out there creeping on Hasidic. I'm not like, oh, yeah, look at them wearing their 16 layers. Like, damn, look at them angles, though. You know, but I just really love the inbred look. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! I feel so, I'm so sorry. I hope nobody takes offense to that. You know, um, just keep it in the tribe. 
It's not because they're inbred. Yeah, it's not. I'm not saying they're not inbred because they are. It's intentional. It's, like, oh boy, somebody's gonna be upset with me. Oh, how dare you say that? That community, this insular community that's very religious, who doesn't want to have children or marry outside of their own community, is inbred. How dare you say that? Here's a little. Here's a little fun fact for you. You fucked your cousin. <laughs> No. <laughs> he, looks, no. he looks over to the side. No. <laughs> My mom was the first one in her family to marry outside of the faith and kind of was a trendsetter with that. Like, I got to give props to her. And, you know, hopefully I'll follow suit. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, I find... I find myself just so there's something about people who are committed to something and really <laughs> like there's something really attractive about people who really just like have an identity you know like but but just one dimension of it you know I don't know them you know so obviously this is like I'm projecting a little bit yeah but I'm looking at people I don't know who are walking around my neighborhood who are part of a community and like a strong community where they support each other and stuff. They don't have to worry about clothes. They wear the same thing every day. They got that really expensive hat, though. That hat's, like, made of moleskin or something. Yeah, it's honestly. Like, it's, like, 15 grand. That, I kind of want one of those. Those hats are really expensive. Yeah. I don't want one because I'm vegan, but if somebody gave me one. What if I gave you a faux one? I would wear that shit. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see you with one, but, like, you know... You know those novelty Rasta beanies that have the dreadlocks can I walk to them? Yes, oh my god. Um, I want to give you a faux moleskin hat thinking, that has the four locks. What if I had a fucking yarmulke like that? I was thinking that. Like, if I just had, like, a yarmulke, but attached, like, coming out of it were, like, just locks, like, four locks, but they were, like, my, like a lighter brown than my hair. Like, light enough that you wouldn't know that they're obviously not mine. I'll just give you mine and stitch them to a fucking yarmulke. Oh my fucking lord. I got plenty to spare. I'll just take one off the back of my head. So do your family, your family back on the West Coast, do they celebrate the, the Hanukkah? We celebrate maybe two or three of the nights. Um, if we remember. Like, <laughs> that's... How do you feel about Kwanzaa? The who? <laughs> I feel like we did candles first, so I mean I don't wanna say cultural appropriation, but You know, I actually don't know much about Kwanzaa at all. People give Kwanzaa shit because they're like, oh, it's a made up holiday, but like <laughs> so are all of them. Fuck right? even Martin Luther King Day is a made up holiday. Is just somebody who decided to make that day a holiday? Kwanzaa has the same amount of candles, but they're cooler. They're fucking, they're literally the colors of Africa. They're like black, red, and fucking green. Okay. Tell me that's not cool. That is cool. We don't color code our candles. So technically we could make them we as do cool all the as days. We... Huh? Do the days and Hanukkah have different names? Um, no, they Cause don't. Because I, I, I don't have to look online. I know one. Umoja. It means unity. Yeah, I've seen the Futurama episode too. I didn't. I didn't even know that from that. I just happened to know that because fucking there was like a painting near my house. That's actually kind of cool. I love yeah. street art. Yeah, I literally. I'm looking at oh Umoja, Kung, Nia, Kumba, Imani, Umja, 
cool. Whoa, come chikakulun. T'Challa. Oh, oh, did he seem like Umoja? Oh. <laughs> Umoja? Umjima? Kuumba? Imani? Nia? Umjama? And then the one I can't pronounce. Kujakalalia, whatever. Hanukkah, like Kwanzaa, it just seems like a cooler version of Hanukkah. Well, it's the same amount of days, but there's more color to it. Okay, you don't have to fucking drink Manischewitz. <laughs> it's just Hanukkah, but with melanin. <laughs> Holy shit. Who fucking, and look at the fucking Canera candles. People wearing Kinta cloth. Oh, man. I'll be honest. The, oh, my God. Should the, we celebrate fucking Kwanzaa this year? Uh, oh, fuck. I'd oh, be down, fuck. but I don't... <laughs> I'm gonna get you a fucking dashiki. <gasps> yo. That's oh, all I've ever wanted to hear yo, in my entire life. God. And I yo. I'll give you a yarmulke. No, I'm gonna give you a, you... I'm gonna get you a kente. Kente cough. What's... Because dashiki is like... Like the this, full thing. And the is... oh, but here's the thing. Is that like you... I would love that shit. Oh my God. <laughs> there's a song. There's an, Eminem, there's an Eminem song that I love. Which... Which is actually one of the most self-aware of his songs. I can't remember which one it was, but he was he was saying that when he was a kid, he was wearing dash he's wearing dashikis and he didn't understand. He loved hip hop, but he didn't understand why he got made fun of and they bullied him because he thought it was cool. He didn't understand that he was that because he was white, it was like a different culture, mm. and he didn't realize that he was like doing something wrong because it's cool. It looks cool. And I can just see, you know, it does look fucking cool. It does look cool. You know, but like, can I just say as a black American, who a lot of my friends from my childhood have names that have no root in any kind of African language and or culture, but have vaguely African sounding sounds in them, you know, it's because our parents just decided to wear fucking dashikis and kintaklas and shit like that. <laughs> and then they went to name their kids something vaguely African. My mother decided to not do that, which is why my name is James. <laughs> she, <laughs> you know, she told me when I was like six, she was like, I decided I want you to get a job. <laughs> that sounds so messed up. But like, we should fucking, I'm gonna get a fucking holic. What do you wonder what they call a Kwanzaa menorah? You're the one who's looking at the... Is that what it's... <laughs> no. For a second, uh, why'd you... I, I was for a second, I'm like, oh, oh no, why that's... You... I'm sorry. Um... It, it, it is cooler. I just Hanukkah. Hanukkah is really just a big thing to compete with Christmas, so that Jewish kids don't feel left out. That's one of the reasons why I never like fully bought into Santa was because my mom would tell me about how growing up she would just get fruit in her stocking, like an orange and some apples, and I'm like, "But you were a good person. Why would Santa not?" bring you gifts and she's like it just wasn't something my family celebrated and i'm like oh that doesn't sound like like everyone else's santa there's some fuckery at foot and uh so when it when it came apparent that it was like oh santa doesn't exist i was just like yeah that sounds about right but do you do you guys celebrate the christmas no, we still celebrate. I'm I'm only a half Jew. I'm a hybrid. Remember? Wow. So you get you get eight presents? No, I don't get presents on. I all right. Here's here's usually how it how like my childhood Hanukkah Christmas thing played out is we would get um, 
get usually one one present on Hanukkah. Maybe I'd have a, a distant aunt who would send us like like a card or something that's like, "Hey, happy Hanukkah! We're thinking of you." And um, usually on the last night of Hanukkah, we would get one gift, and it was um, pajamas. And then they were the pajamas that we were assigned to wear wow, for Christmas what morning. A fucking wow! Actually, I say assigned. It was more <laughs> just like. Nah, it's it's the thing. You get some jammies, and you're gonna be. That's what you get to wear on Christmas morning, and so like then you get then you get Christmas presents. But my family's secular Christmas celebration is, I like to think different than than the usual one. Like, so we wake up, we do our presents and stuff, and then we have uh, monkey bread, like cinnamon pinch bread, and. Oh, it's it, it's so good. It's just candy. That's that's. Fun. I know what monkey bread is. Oh, I'm I'm sure you do, but I'm trying Why? to explain it. Black? Because the... that's the word monkey in it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to agree with me. Exactly. And then we'd make homemade pizza. We so after we have breakfast, we make the dough. We let it rise all day. At the end of the day. Leaven bread? I, wow. It'd be after Hanukkah. Fancy. And Fancy. What? You've never had leaven bread? <laughs> they, they never let you. <laughs> that was never allowed. Oh. Did the Jews own slaves? I'm sure at one point. <laughs> Actually, this is going to I don't really know a lot about like you know, like Jewish the Pirates of the Car- Jewish, Jewish Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, we did talk were, like, about that. Were there like Jews who like were in America because they were like because like the Protestants came here from Europe. Yeah, or so they say. But like, were any Jew? In the, but they were like cast out. So were they really just Jews? Here's where the Jews went. Jews went to Jamaica. Like legit. That's according to this book of mine. Uh, Jews went to Amsterdam and Jamaica uh, following the Inquisitions and all that. That kicked them out of Portugal and Spain um, because Columbus had somehow negotiated that his uh, family's inheritance would go towards Jamaica, and then it ended up becoming a Jewish settlement. Um, There were plenty of Jewish slave traders. However, I don't think... Most of them in America were allowed to own enough. <laughs> just in general, they they weren't allowed enough possessions to include slaves. So a lot of it plays out where it's like we brokered a lot of slave trades. Um, well, that's so interesting, but because we, you know the, a lot of the original slave owners in this country were the lowest of the totem pole. They were at the bottom of the economic ladder. Really? Yes, that's they were at the complete bottom of the economic ladder. So what do you do? You buy land? You get land and you till the land mm. and you put somebody beneath you. True. That's one of the that's one of the reasons why with the with the with the freeing of the slaves, there was a lot of resistance because the south, the people who were there didn't have money. Then they had money, they created industry, they didn't want to lose it. 
You know, because cause you... They were able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps, but their bootstraps just happened to be black labor. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, granted, you, you, you still had indentured white people. Ah, the Irish. You know, <laughs> but, but that's not where it kind of started. You know, because think about it. The people who farm, the people who do that stuff are usually the bottom to begin with. Yeah, the initial, like, agriculture. You know, so... My daddy had a farm. That's kind of... But there were plenty of those, like, my daddy had a farm and we never owned slaves. They also weren't educated. Mm. And also, it's very unlikely that their daddy had a farm and didn't own slaves. They probably had indentured labor. I'm sorry. Ooh, that's so fucking different. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, it's because there's a there's a carrot at the end of the stick. There's like a hey, you might catch up to this one day if you ever. Oh, fucking capitalism's whack, man. But also, the Jews kind of got that down to a science. Like as whack as capitalism is, we fucking know how to play the game. Man, wish I was white. <laughs> You and me both, man. So here's so <laughs> here's one 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 last kind of thing to kind of like get things together to wrap things up. Like, how do you feel celebrating this Hanukkah? Like last year, you were here. I remember this. You were here, mm-hmm. and you know we ended up recording. I think we talked about it. We did because because I was we were going to try to do a Christmas episode, yes. and then it turned into a Hanukkah episode. Hanukkah. I just choked on the whiskey. Oh, no. Um, Hanukkah's a little bit more fun. But also, you know, you did celebrate Hanukkah with family. It was my religious awakening. You know, but this is the first Thanksgiving completely away from your home. And this is now your first Hanukkah where now you're here. Last year you were with your family, but you were with family. How is Hanukkah here, but not with your family? It's... It's been internalized. It's in my. It's in the soul now. I feel an obligation to celebrate Hanukkah, even though, um, like I guess I I don't have anyone to answer to. I suppose where it's like, hey, did you do the thing? I've still been you know managing to get myself little treats here and there, and I'm like, why shouldn't I buy this baklava? It's Hanukkah. Treat yourself, and it's been a fun week of treat yourself because it's Hanukkah. Wow. Do you treat the people around you? Treat me. No, I'm kidding. Um, where, do you, where do you think this whiskey came from? I know, right? Now, I really feel that there's something really awesome. I don't know. It's hard sometimes. We talk about this. It's weird, especially you being secular and, you know, but like, I I'm don't. S- sorry, I can't believe in God, <laughs> Dad. But like, you know, the Jews having everything torn away from them. There's a kinship that I feel. Of Jewish people. I know a lot of black people sometimes have a little issues with the community because Jews are still white. But, I mean... Y'all just jealous we can pass. The reality is is that (laughs) there's a lot of parallels. There is. You know, and I just think, you know, we kind of have to, like, take that into fucking, like, you know, we're kind of like brothers. Oh, no, we're like cousins. Kissing cousins? You know. And I think it's super interesting Hanukkah just seems so awesome to me. I don't know. Passover seems really fucking dope too. Passover is pretty fun, but there's 
parts of it that are like, why am I drinking this salt water? It's gross. And that's the part that's weird. So I get secular worshiping of religions. I celebrate Christmas. I celebrate. I celebrated Eid this year. Like you know, you celebrated what? Eid. Eid What's Mubarak. It's a Islamic. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So I'm like when you when you curious. come, we'll talk about it later. To this whole episode, when you when you come to like you know celebrating things, my mother and I always have this thing where it's like any excuse to spend time with family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which and people always are like, why do you need an excuse? You don't. You give your family gifts all year, and you give them love, but you also just take the excuses to give them more. Like, okay, since I've come to New York, people actually get Jewish holidays off. That's a whole new thing. They don't do that there? Where I'm from? I thought that was national. No! Shit! Like, you can maybe get excused for Rosh Hashanah. Maybe. No, that's a fucking holiday here. And no, like maybe in San Francisco, in certain parts of the Bay Area, maybe in San Diego and LA. Ah, so the seats of power. Exactly. Where all the money is. The liberal places. Gotcha. The places that are, you know, globalist. 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 Ah, sorry. Did you hear that dog whistle? Um. <laughs> But, like, in Sacramento, I'm sure there is a strong Jewish community, but there's just not, um, there's not enough of us to warrant getting a day off Mm -hmm. or, like, making it a thing. And so coming here, it's like, oh, this is, this is something I can take advantage of. Listen, there's (laughs) nothing better than having an excuse. So, and, and people who don't get it, I think people, especially, like, people who are, like, atheists or secular, like, very secular... I, I separate them because some people who are secular are, you know, they're like agnostic or whatever, who don't get Jewish people. They don't get it. They, they're like, I don't understand. No, you're not religious. But they all celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Everyone fucking celebrates Christmas. Not only do we celebrate Christmas, we do pagan ass fucking things. We do some wild ass shit for you know? Christmas that has nothing to do with what we think Christmas is. Because literally, like... you could literally just give people gifts. You could put no tree. Gifts on a table, Christmas. That doesn't look cool. You know, you know. At the at the most, where am I supposed to put all the pictures of the people that I've accumulated in my life? <laughs> you know, like people uh, who are fucking a religious, who are atheists or secular, fucking do real fucking crazy shit, and they and but they look at Jews and they're like, oh wow, you know, how are you a religious? How are you don't believe in your God, but you still light a candle every day of the week? It's like literally. Why you, not? You literally don't. You don't believe that Christopher Columbus discovered America, and you still fucking go out with your friends on Columbus Day. You fucking don't believe that the fucking Native Americans, the Indians, fucking sat around a big table with a fucking harvest horn, fucking like, or even chalk it up to. Do you really believe that a particular battle against Mexico and France has any relevance in America? <laughs> about Mexican uh, independence. It has nothing to do with that, but yet we'll find a reason to drink. Yeah, it's, it's just an excuse to spend time with your friends, to spend time with your families, but also to acknowledge the history. And the, the history matters, especially for marginalized groups, because no matter what, the Jews were, less than 100 years ago, almost completely extinguished by madmen. In Europe. 
in Europe. Well, I mean, Europe. most of them were kind of, you know, that's the majority of them. Though. I mean, yeah, there are, I'm not trying to, demi- but it's just like, we are Legion. We're everywhere. You know, watch cause, yourself. Cause there, are, there are a lot, no. <laughs> but like where they where a lot of them were, they were targeted. They were attacked. They were exterminated. Systematically. Know, systematically. And, and I feel like genocide is a hard, is, is a crazy word, but it's a big word for some people. Genocide. Not cool, bro. <laughs> genocide is a, is a word that I feel like sometimes, you know, people think <laughs> genocide is like, you know, it's like fucking pedantic. You know, genocide is like a word that people know what it means. But when you say exterminate, when you say murdered, when you say lined up like cattle and fucking slaughtered, Slaughtered it, is the one that resonates the it most resonates with me. More with people, you know, because genocide, you understand what that means. It's like, oh, a swath of people. But when you really look at what happened to a group of people who was systematically isolated, murdered, they were hunted down like fucking animals. The fact that like massacred doesn't even come close. Like we'd look at the what is it, Boston Boston massacre, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh. American history where where people were gunned down in the sh- it was only like what five five people mm-hmm. that was a massacre yet yo six million just fucking lined up and shot in streets and that's just the Jews that doesn't even count the Greeks yeah one hundred percent the Romani or the homosexual or the, community I mean, the blacks you know any of the blacks that existed there you know that too you don't really talk about them but you know. That's yeah. I'm pretty sure none of them survived. Yeah, because if you, I mean, it's hard to pass <laughs> as a black person in you Europe, know? in Nazi-occupied Europe. Yeah, I'm just saying. You see all those pictures? There's no black people. Nobody ever says. No, nah, I'm not trying to take away. I'm not trying to change the narrative, but let me just say that there was also a genocide of black people in that area as well. Well, I mean. And- but it's kind of overdone, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. we've heard that plot yeah. before. It's like, you know, so, like, listen, you guys can have slavery. Everybody hates Chris. You can, <laughs> you can have slavery, but you can't have the Holocaust, too. No. <laughs> the Holocaust. <laughs> you know. Well, they didn't benefit off your labor. So is it really that bad? Of course. Oh. <laughs> um, we were the one in the work camps, which, I mean, honestly. <laughs> that's why things didn't get done that well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We weren't bred for physical labor. Fuck. Oh, man. We're not a toiling people. We're more shepherds and accountants. How do you, how do you like, when you're done with, like, your, uh, your fucking spread and, like, the, the last day of Hanukkah? It has to have a name. You probably just don't fucking know. <laughs> That's what it is. I say the, the, the different days have a name. You're like, no, you're fucking, you don't know. I bet you if I go to a nice Hasid person who is not racist, who won't spit at me, as I've had happen, they'll probably fucking... Oh, there goes my phone. They're just making shit up. <laughs> they'll fucking tell you something. They're just... You know? they, they don't know... They, I mean, they probably know something, but it's like... Well, because... All right, here's... here's That's the difference between Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, is the reason why there's so many different candles is... You know, Kwanzaa has all these different, like, this one's for this value, and this one's named after this value. Hanukkah is just like, hey, we thought it was only going to last one night, <laughs> and it lasted eight nights. I saw this post that was like, if you've ever had your phone on 10%, and imagine, <laughs> imagine that lasted for eight days following on 
that's the spirit of Hanukkah. So it's not like it was one for each day. It's just like, oh shit, they just kept going. My biggest question, though, I'd want to ask a Hasidic or some, like a, a Hasidic rabbi or something is, how many arms were on the menorah? <laughs> Me before. too. Because like sometimes there's six. Sometimes there's seven. Right. And sometimes there's eight. Well, okay. So for the for the Hanukkah candelabra, the Hanukkah <laughs> the, the, the candelabra. Or the so yeah, a menorah is a Hanukkah specific candelabra, a yes. candle holding device yes. that has uh, eight arms and one central or like one nine in total uh eight for the eight days that it stayed lit and one for just like hey Mm. you use some of them is only some of them is only eight though right no they all have nine really all all hanukkah menorahs have nine candle holder spots most of them will have either eight arms or eight other following um things I'm just curious, like, what, would, what? how many did the first one have before they knew it was going to last for eight nights? Oh. They're just sitting did there. Did they all the, have eight? I don't think so. Like, did it have six? Did it have it, one? Was it one it candelabra? It was just one candelabra? And candle- then it just lived for eight days, and they were like, oh, for each day. What if it only, what if it only lived for four days? Would they be four, would it be a candelabra? Yes! I mean, in <laughs> theory, if it only lasted four days, but it was supposed to last for one, then then the menorah as we know it would only have four arms. And probably wouldn't be as special <laughs> of a Phillip's miracle. It's a Jewish name? Jesus. Uh, no, it's it's actually Welsh. Ugh. <laughs> Chandler. I had I had my uh, my grandparents did a 23 and me because they're white people. And they were like, well, we found out that 23% of our DNA comes from the Neander Valley. In uh, in Europe, so that means we're twenty three percent Neanderthal, and I'm like, that's not what that means at all. <laughs> <laughs> that just means we're generic white people. So, how do you end the thing, the the Hanukkah, like the last day? There has to be you have a beginning a beginning thing. Yeah, there's a beginning prayer that you say. Do an ending prayer. Um, honestly. Just get shit faced. Just like, <laughs> just fucking have at it. You know, have a good time. It's the last day. Have Who a good cares? Time, bud. Yeah, it's so Jewish. Just have, you know, even if there was, like, like, like I'm pretty sure God would be okay if, like, you, like, you know, finish the, the, the bend the rules a little bit. Do something fun. <laughs> and then the Manischewitz lasted for seven days. Act a little crazy. Get a little crazy. Drink your gin and tonica. <laughs> Smoke your marijuana. <laughs> Well, Chandler, uh, we did a thing. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. I was going to say the F word, but I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect the fucking tov. I don't want to, you know. I I appreciate it. Should we do like one little l'chaim? L'chaim. How was, how was, is mine any good? You need more phlegm. L'chaim. There you go. You got to speak from the throat. You know why? Because it's very similar to Arabic. It's almost like they're very close. In it's almost like they kind of stole our swag a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh. And it's kind of like every Abrahamic tradition following 
Judaism was just kind of biting Ooh. a little bit. Um, well, I mean, according to Islam, you know, Jesus was a prophet, but he wasn't the final prophet. Muhammad was. And even the Jews, except for the Jews for Jesus, don't really love Jesus. So, I mean... I mean, even the Jews for Jesus just kind of like him as a friend. <laughs> and Abraham, he entered the covenant. He Because Abraham entered, entered, entered into the covenant with God. Was that the uh, he American made, history or American <laughs> horror story? He made everyone cut their penises off, so, you know... That's that's another thing about being Jewish is I like having an excuse to be circumcised when people are like, is that even a thing? Can I tell you something? Everybody I know, who's, we don't have no, we're all circumcised. Is that it's a new thing that I know people not being circumcised? I don't know. I, at least I, I I have an expectation to Ooh. uphold. Some someone was like, "Wait, are you circumcised?" And I'm like, "Yo, I'm Jewish as fuck." No, you got to do it with a like. It like it's like I am I am circumcised. I am. Why did Jewish? Why wouldn't like, I cut this, my penis off? Sounds like this sounds like vampires to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Hotel Transylvania <laughs> came out so fucking good. Adam Sandler. Yo, okay. So the scene where they had Andy Samberg, Adam Sandler, and Mel Brooks all doing voices. Yes. Of, I kind of cried a little bit. <laughs> yes. Um. Because it was just like, oh, these generations. I'm gonna. I want to be the next one. I want to. <laughs> whatever Hotel Transylvania six comes out, I want to be a, a voice Jew, on that. And I'm a vampire. Hey, hey, should we dance? Should we eat babies? Oh, hey, I'm a vampire. I'm a Jew. Oh, hey, I thought my vampire Jewish accent's not that bad. It's not. I can do a vampire, but not a Jew. You just have to do a Jewish vampire. I just have to pretend I'm a vampire, and it works. Just. Alright, do a vampire, but then do, like, a tired vampire. <laughs> and then you have, like, Ukrainian Jew. Oh, my fucking Would God. it be too bad? Would it be too bad? If I had oh. just... I wasn't so poor, oh, God. When did they drink the blood? But if um, I were a rich man... Oh, the blood, I'm tired. Oh. I wouldn't have to drink so much blood. Oh, blood. <laughs> Is right. it kosher? Ah, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, so Chandler putting the man in Manischewitz. <laughs> are you doing? Any, are you doing anything coming up soon? Um, I'm going home for a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna go back to California. No, you're fucking not. For just a little bit. Last time you did that, you were gone for like fucking six months. I know. It's just, it's just a little bit. What's it's a little? Just bit? like a week. Give me a copy of your key. No. Well, you know why I say that? Why? Because sometimes I'm in Manhattan and there's no trains at night. You don't even work here anymore, so why would you need a... Maybe I want to just hang out by myself. Alright, maybe. And not be near people who live in my fucking house. That could be fair. I do have uh, some parsley plants that need to be watered. I, I can. I, I don't really want to do that, but I would come and water your plants. Would you Would you feed my fish? I would feed your fish. I don't have a fish currently, but I'll get a fish get if a you're fish willing to. Get a fish and i a cat too. I'll feed your cat. I don't want a cat. They're not kosher. So Chandler. Yes. Humblebearcomedy.com. Humble Bum- Bear Com No, it's hum- Bumble Bumble. Bumble Bear. Oh. Bumblebearcomedy.com. That's your website. That is. Um, oh. Or you could follow me on C underscore underscore honey Instagram. Oh. Or, and then how do they find you? Well, there's a thing called Instagram and I'm on it. 
Instagram. Oh yeah, uh, it's a uh, the art of giving up. That's my name on there. Oh, or that, on Facebook. Or, that you. Uh, what funny friend? You know who? Uh, yeah, that's me. And of course, you know, as always, you can find us here every Friday, eight a.m. Posted Facebook Habit of Wellness on Saturday at five p.m. The video version of this goes up. What? Yeah. Video? Did you not know that? You really not know that? I posted every single fucking Oh, week. I was picturing like you had a an actual like <laughs> video think, of us talking. <laughs> when you're sleeping, I just have a camera. Just oh. You laying there asleep. You know what? That'd be I entertaining. Do, oh my fucking God. I want to fucking uh, make like a, you know, like chilled cow, like lo-fi hip hop thing. Ooh. But it's literally just like either us standing here, like sitting here. And it's just us. Like, doing the same four emotions over and over again, just looped with the podcast we're doing. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> that sounds actually fucking awesome. Maybe we could do, like, something like, what are the uh, the iPhone, like, face reader things? Where, like, you know, when you do, like, a an animal face or something, and then you can talk. Like, what like if an could... emoji? Yeah! That's exactly what I I'm thinking. I could see that. And it's just us us talking back and forth with that. Well, that could be funny. This has been was that in good taste? It wasn't. Lachaim, uh, and of course, as always, remember: drinking isn't required, but it is recommended. Lachaim. Mm.